We are doing Vaj Shneimasar, the 12th Vad of Chesed. It's actually the last Vad of the Chesed Vadim. So we're completing our first our first round of Vadim, which is, I guess, pretty exciting. Um, if we've been keeping up, hopefully we're a little bit, just a little bit better. Achrein, Achrein, page Reish Ches, 208 of the second volume. If you want to sit over there, share the safer with him, if you want. Or you can just listen. Achrein, Achrein, b'mesechtes ha-chesed, hua inin akasha b'yaiser. We'll have a little bit of a Purim tie-in to the extent we can afterwards. But at the end of Chesed, we're going to have the most difficult idea. We're going to present it at this point, just to have a Shlemus of the ideas that we wanted to discuss by Chesed. The truth is that really in practice we should have delayed discussing this topic until we're much more, much more bishlemus in terms of working on our midos. It's really a little bit premature to be working on because of how hard it is. Again, a lot of these things are deceptively simple because it's like, okay, so we understand what we're supposed to be working on. Um, however, we're going to present it here because topically this is where it belongs. The idea of being able to bear the load with your friend. The idea of empathy. We've been discussing really this concept uh, really from the start. So, but but this is is really just being able to really bear. Be nice. Oh, we'll see. This is actually one of the 48 ways that Tyra is kind of. Now, this is, uh, we actually discussed it a little bit in Likut Maran. We talked about the Tzadik, Tzadik Hadar. We talked about some of the Shannis by, uh, by Yoshua. But the, the idea of being able not just to be in a position of of uh, of kind of like you know managing down being able to understand you know tap tap into the ruach of of who it is that you're leading but over here it's not just a matter of a of a, uh, a utility thing in order to lead well you have to be able to empathy and be able to feel the pain of others and know where they're coming from not just through your eyes but through theirs but it, we're talking about it from the point of view of self development being able to step outside of yourself in different ways we've been talking about it until now but being able to bear the load of your friend. This is a deep shayrash to all mitzvahs benadam l'chavero. Gam b'halicha b'drachav and also being godlike. Himidash rashis. We'll have to develop this point. Bayre e b'matan tayraksiv vayiru es elokei Yisrael v'tachas raglav k'maisei livinas asapir ha'etzam ha'shemayim l'tayar. It's a pasuk by the Gilui by the revelation by what they were, by the Jews were exposed to by Matan Taira, and that what they saw is Elokei Yisrael and under Hakadosh Baruch Hu's feet Kivayachol. It was as if there was a Livna Sasapir. Rashi in Saita Kemaisa Livna Sasapir. He hides the lefan of Bishas Hashibud Lizgard Sarasan Shal Yisrael Shayu Mishubadim Maisa Levinim. That the Jews were meshubed with bricks, and therefore Hakadosh Baruch Hu Kivayachol had a sapphire brick under his feet. And when the Jews went out, when they were redeemed, so now HaKadosh Baruch Hu has, as it were, light and joy by him. Now, 
all these things are obviously totally beyond us in terms of what the actual implications of them are. But what the Chiddush is, what's startling, what we have to understand is that this was what HaKadosh Baruch Hu, this was the, the, the clearest Giloi that, that, you know, that like mankind has had, Klape HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Okay, so they were all different. Maishu Rabbeinu was, was Panam uh, Panam. But the there was one particular Mida that HaKadosh Baruch Hu chose that he was going to show, to reveal to Klal Yisrael. That the same way that Klal Yisrael was in Tsar, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as it were, had a brick representative of that Tsar by him. Bishas Hashibar Hais Levana Lefanov, Levena Lefanov, rather, he's Barach, Lizgart Sarasam Tamid, so that it was constantly reminding Akadish Baruch Hu again, as it were, and again, not to get too involved. You can't, Akadish Baruch Hu can't remember anything because you can only remember if you can forget, and since Hashem can't forget, he can't remember. So, whatever these terms mean are beyond us, but what we want, we want to glean from it is whatever we can that Akadish Baruch Hu, there was a certain point where there was, from the clearest revelations at the entrance point to Klai Yisrael, maybe we'll talk about that a little bit all the way at the end. And that this man call and and matan taira, but. That, that at this point, at this Nakuda that HaKadosh Baruch Hu revealed, and what they saw was that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Noise Ba'ol with Klal Yisrael, that the same way that they were having Tsar that was tied into their Shibur with bricks, HaKadosh Baruch Hu kept the brick by him. And even when they were redeemed, HaKadosh Baruch Hu didn't get rid of the brick. As Erechen is like to value, but to emphasize, How do you appreciate joy with contrast? HaKadosh Baruch Hu kept the brick there to create contrast. At this point, HaKadosh Baruch Hu could have chose to reveal, to emphasize any Midah. So that's point one. Point one is that this Midah of Nesiyas Ol both in discussing Ben Adam L'chaveiro, but even in Halicha B'drachav, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to know we're supposed to act in a godly way, right? So when HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to show us what's at the essence, what's at the core, what's the midah, if we're supposed to be like Hashem that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is exhibiting, it's this idea of being Naisei Oil. So that's how we're starting off. So this midah, which was revealed during the time of Matan Taira, definitely has a big tie in. Umara... HaKadosh Baruch Hu Laseis Lanu Es Tairasai. And by the way, as we discussed in Naisei Oil, we know that there are there was another Matan Taira, there was Kimu Vakiblu, right? This is, Mice, you were asking about the Param Tayin, so I, again, I wanted to develop the idea a little bit more, but we'll mention a brief thought later on. But this idea at the time of Matan Taira, when really you would say, are we 600,000, as it were, individuals, right? Or are we, or, or are we part, of a, part of a Tzibur, uh, not, just, not just a collection of individuals, but part of a, part of a greater so at least at this point, but we're discussing here Matan Taira, the, the original Matan Taira, right? And at this point, so this Mida that has a tie-in that HaKadosh Baruch Hu revealed to us was this Nesiyas oil. So this is, what did HaKadosh Baruch Hu see? So what, what did HaKadosh Baruch Hu see that he wanted to give us his Taira? HaKadosh Baruch Hu wasn't missing anything. Hashem didn't need anything. HaKadosh Baruch Hu was doing it for us. Okay, again, we're focused on this idea of midas. Any of these could be larger conversations, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we were lacking something. We were living 
living in a world at that point we didn't yet have Taira. Hakadosh Baruch Hu was giving it for us. Ava Rabba Avtanu, He loved us. Chemla Gedayla, great Chemla, compassion. However you want to translate, Vyaseira Chamalta Aleinu. Gam Hashem Arisha in Shigila Hakadosh Baruch Hu Moshe Benu Shalom Haya Shem Ekya. Right, if we remember that very first shame that Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And gave to Moshe, Asher Perusho Ekia Imam Betzarazu Asher Ekia Imam Beshibud Sharmalchiyos. Okay, so Rashi says that don't say why 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 should we talk about future exiles? Let's just call it Ekia. Everything associated with our initial contact with Hakadosh Baruch Hu to Klal Yisrael as a Klal, with the initiation point where we were going to go from being individuals into being a nation, where we were going to go forward in terms of their Giloy by Mata and Taira, in terms of the first name that Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave them, was showing this idea of Naisei Ayel. It's rooted What that means is it's not just nice and fuzzy feelings. This idea of us being Yisrael, also, but this idea of how we relate to Klal Yisrael, but it's, you know, there's no division in terms of If you want to be if we want to be God, like we want to get closer to our Kaddish Baruch Hu, Hashem is showing us the Midah of Hashem that we are supposed to emulate, and that Midah is Nesiyas Oil, Im the very first name that we knew. And by the way, it's not so posh, it's very interesting. We've discussed it before, actually. The whole idea of Ekya, you know, Moshe said, by what name should you be known by? And so the only two the only two responses to that are either introducing a, or saying a name that you already know. You want to know who I am? So I'll tell you who I am. I'm going to tell you something that you already know or giving you something that you can use going forward. The truth is this whole name of Ekya was like a one-time usage. So the whole the, 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 the whole thing is kind of like an anomaly. It's really bringing something out. For our purposes right now, it's bringing out this idea of, at the outset, this this idea of Nesiyas Ol. Zui gami midas ku'ula fiyar lukim Yisrael vayeru lukim nasan leim leiv v'loyhelem einav hakadosh baruch hu Again, as it were, without all these things, but Hakadosh Baruch was nice and leif. He paid attention and he didn't turn away from them. It's this, this idea of, of focus over there in that way. Rabbeinu had empathy. He saw their troubles and he he carried their troubles with them. We'll, we'll reference it again soon. And therefore, one of the very interesting things is everything that we see in terms of our introduction. Uh, to, as Klal Yisrael to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when Moshe Rabbeinu gives the, the, the very first name that he was going to go as, as the Shliach in terms of Moshe Rabbeinu, the leader of Klal Yisrael himself, everything is relating to this Midah of Nesiyas Ol at the very outset. Dvarim Nairam, so Megalim Lanu Chazal, Hechan HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Naisei Ba'olimanu. The, we're going to see fa- fabulous things. Rav Meir, Aymer B'Shosh Adam Mitzdar Shechina Malash Naimares. When a person's in pain, what is Hakadosh Baruch Hu saying? Kalani Mirayshi, Kalani Mizrawi. Right. This was just as a parenthesis because we we do Likutim around together. Right. Right. This is what we said that if a person is totally in line with Hakadosh Baruch Hu and they could see where the pain of the Shechina is, so then they'll be able to understand in Hakadosh Baruch Hu's hanhaga with the world. So where's the gzeira coming from? Because Hakadosh Baruch Hu is going to have pain because of a certain of a certain aver that's being done. So if a person is sensitive to the simcha of the Shechina when he does mitzvahs and he understands where the pain of the Shechina is, then he'll be able to understand where we 
we need to, to do tshuva and, and why certain gzeras are coming. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu, there's a parallel in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Hanhaga with the world, but as we do Averis, so the Shekhinah itself, but the expression of what the Shekhinah, as it were, is feeling, the points that Chazal want us to be sensitive to is as if there's a pain to the Shekhinah. Imkain, I mean, and, and just speak, spoken of in a pshad in a simple way, right? If, if something wants to, it says, the Gemara tells us that more than the, the calf wants to nurse, the, the mother the, the, the mother wants to be able to, to, to nurse, to, to give the milk, right? If, if a Kaddish Baruch Hu wants to be able to give over Shefa and we make it that we're not a Kli, so then that's a pain in not being able to give as it were. So that's just a, a shot that it's a bit, when we're, when, but over here, it's the reason that we're in Tsar is because we were doing Averis and so forth. But we see this corresponding pain of the Shechina. So when we're in pain, a Kaddish Baruch Hu as it were is in pain. That means that even Risham, Risham got what they deserve, so to speak. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't want Risham to get punished. He wants them to do tshuva, like the Gemara and the thing in Brachas by Bruria, by Meir, right? Don't daven that, Rav Hirsch talks about it. Don't daven that the Risham should die. Daven that they should abandon the Rishos. For sure, Gemara and Sanhedrin. Even a Russia that's getting punished. And if we think, we all have, right, we discussed, we all have kids that aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing, and sometimes they need discipline. That, that hurts the father sometimes more than the kid. It's not, you have no interest in punishing the kid. So it happens by Risham also. It's not just we think Sadiqim. So Risham, they get what they deserve. No, yeah, they get what they deserve because that's the consequence of what they get. But that doesn't mean that the father feels less pain, right? If anything, sometimes maybe you'll feel more pain in a certain way. You could say by the Risham. The tzaddik is not gonna is not gonna have, you know, bad thoughts. He's not gonna abandon the father, he'll get what he'll deserve, it'll make him strong. Whatever it doesn't kill him doesn't make him strong, he'll be going the right direction. When a Russia gets punished, he gets executed by Bezin, there's no coming back, it's much sadder. Right? Velostam Tsar Right, it says that we have all these Mamari Chazal about the uh, the Kruvim that were hung, hugging at the time of the at the time of the Chorban. That's not necessarily at a time when the father is angry. At that time when the rush is finally getting punished and abandoned, it could be the biggest pain, right? But but it's a, there's an affection, there's an emotion that's going on over there. It corresponds. It's not just like oh, shed a tear, you know, playing the world's smallest violin, moving on. The the, the, the is mamish in pain. Rabbi Yaisi, his pal Pam Be'ezo Chorva, Rabbi Yaisi was davening by a certain uh, rune. Ba a love Achrkach Elio, Zacharna Levracha Vishalu. Beni Makol Shamata Bukhurbazu, what sound did you hear in this rune? Vamarti Lai, Shamati Baskol, Shemina Hemes Kiyaina. I saw this, I heard this Baskol that was cooing like a dove. Vimeris, Oil Bonim Shavanose Mechravti is Basi. I vey, Hakarishbach doesn't want to punish us. I vey that I had to dish out punishment, that they couldn't stay with the base of Mikdash, right? Visara, and therefore I had to destroy it. Visaravti is a Holy Vig, Lacey Libena Umos. Some of Hakarishbach who wants. Right? 
HaKadosh Baruch Hu Menanei Rosh Vomer Ashrei HaMelosh HaMakal Sanos of Abeis Okach. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu, there's a lot of things that Kivayachal trigger a certain attention, emotions. I don't say anything about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, trigger a certain emotion, like Klape HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when Klai Yisrael come together, when we say Yehei Shmei Rabbah, Malei La'av Shehigla's Bana Va'ileham Le'banam Shegalom Yael Shulchan Aviyam. What are you going to say to a father that had to exile his children? It was what the position that they put themselves in. And I to the parents that they ended up having to go away from their father's table. Okay, so we see, bottom line is, is that we see a lot of sources for this idea of this corresponding, number one of this corresponding, well, working backwards of this corresponding pain of the Shechina, but not only that there's a pain of the Shechina, that the Shechina empathizes with us, that when we're in Sar, um, but also that this was the Midah, the Midah that our Kaddish Baruch Hu chose at the outset of us becoming a nation, and at the outset of our introduction as a nation to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, as it were, this is the Midah that was highlighted. So it's super important. Me'atem nishal ma'achiv liyos nisei ba'elim chaveiro v'alo b'torah lo metzino mitzvah mefresh salmidazu. What's the mitzvah? We don't find it stated expressly. Noven ki alicha b'drachav is brach machayevus amkach. We just saw alicha b'drachav. Be be godlike. Mahu afata and alicha b'drachav. The very first midah that we all were exposed to directly was this midah of nisei ba'elim chaveiro bearing the bearing the the, the yoke, so to speak, the, with, with your friend. Imzume ikri and haga. By the way, it could be that it's even harder. We'll see to feel happy for. Somebody than it is to feel in pain for somebody, but okay, we'll we'll flesh it out. I'm zui me ikri an hagas akadosh baruch hu ailamai. So we already saw some of the sources. So this has to be our hanhaga. We're not going to go through everything. That a Kaddish Baruch Hu himself will return. It's a Pasuk in itself. Grammatically, that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is going to cause the captives to return. So, why does the Pasuk say that the Shechina will return? Again, because that comma that we are in a certain situation, the Shechina, as it were itself, is also in that situation. So, the, these, I'm sure there's a lot written in Kabbalah about these things, about the Shechina, what's the Shechina, Malchus, uh, and the manifestation of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But the bottom line that we see is that central to HaKadosh Baruch Hu's relationship with us and to HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Midos and to the Midos that we are supposed to emulate is the Midah of being able to literally be not just sympathy, stinks for you, but empathy, I'm actually in pain. It's, it, it, it's hard. I feel it, right? The idea that when you're in pain, that that is a pain to me. When you're in Gullus, I'm in Gullus. The Shechina is in Gullus. It's not just saying, oh, that stinks for you from afar. The idea of being able to see somebody's situation and and, and being able to share that load. And we're going to see that that, that, that's, that, that's, that itself is a huge thing. right? Imagine having a tragedy, chas shalom, or even a simcha, right? There's a lot of simchas and nobody coming to your simcha or not being able to tell anybody. I mean, nowadays, you, I mean, I'm, it's, not a, it's not a positive thing. It's not a positive thing, but you see 
probably in a distorted way, right? With social media, you see almost, you know, people like, a, you know, the, the way I always say it, you know, tongue in cheek, is that people would rather take a picture of a hamburger than eat one. But in other words, imagine if you would tell somebody that they could go on a, a fabulous vacation, you know, they won something, but they couldn't tell anybody, or tell them that they could go on a worse vacation, but they could post it all over the place and make people jealous. I'm not so, really, I'm not so sure that people would rather have the better thing if they couldn't tell a soul, right? So the, uh, the, the idea of being able to have something shared with others, is a very big deal. So, in, so anyway, but it's a very hard avoda from the point of view of being able to do it. To actually feel for somebody, it's wonderful in the moment you give them an ear. To actually feel somebody's emotions. This is an expression, I, I feel your pain. That's not what we're talking about. To be saying, oh, I feel your pain. That's just politeness. We, I believe, quoted Rav Yerucham one time from this point. But uh, he, I mean, he's coming probably from Rav Yerucham. But, um, but here he says it. He says, it's not any less hard to feel the simcha. That it's to literally feel like it's my simcha. You know, I, I, I recently told somebody that, uh, you, you know, you go through a tekufa, you know, as you get older. So first, you know, you have a lot of bar mitzvahs and then you have a lot of your friends getting married. And then, you know, you have a lot of brisim. At a certain point, you know, you end up going to a lot of these, like, you know, your past bar mitzvahs, your before weddings. You end up going to like a lot of shul obligations and you kind of go and you go around the circle for five minutes and you kind of sit around and leave. Like, yeah, and you literally feel, I remember the first time when like a friend of mine, like, you know, made a wedding for their kid, you know, but somebody who I viewed as being a contemporary, even that was a different simcha. You know, I felt much more like a part of it, like, you know, like it was part of a tzibur. But, it, but it's hard. It's, it's hard to literally feel a You go to a simcha, and people want you to go to their simcha. They really do. Nobody wants a simcha that only a few people show up for, uh, only the best friends show up at, you know what I mean? You, people want to make a simcha. But it's hard to feel somebody's emotions, to really feel a part of it. Zui midah shal gedoyle yisrael b'chol adayrais. V'chavetz chayim be'ezek nuso ha'moflog, sirav l'shevetz b'chor sashaviyu b'shvilo. He didn't want to sit in a in a armchair. I'm going to sit comfortably when people are bitzar. Marna Kadosh Rav Ram Grudzinski, who is Revolva's father-in-law, there was one time he was by his family in Warsaw. They were schmoozing. At some point, at a no place, he looked at his watch and he started to sing. And then when he started to sing, he started to dance. And they were all astonished. All of a sudden, at a no place, he started to dance. He sat down, they said, and he said, I was looking at my watch, and one of my Talmudim is getting married. I can't be because I'm far away. But over here, I could feel the Simcha because it's my Simcha too. It could be it's easier to feel the pain of somebody than to feel their simcha, actually. You hear something. Recently, I heard a couple of things. Like, out of no place, a person had a terrible incident happen in his house. Another guy got terrible medical results. All of us can feel the shock and pain of what that would feel like to go to a doctor and get negative results, whatever. 
we can all feel that and we relate to that anxiety we relate to that fear so we could project it onto ourselves so it's possible for a person if they can relate that pain to themselves to kind of tap into that emotion but by a simcha so it's not as imperative. In other words, we all feel, oh my God, uh, you hear a person, Rahman and son loses, uh, you, you put yourself in that situation and it can resonate with you, the pain. But to feel somebody's simcha is much harder. Interesting point. You'll see single people rejoicing and dancing a lot harder at a wedding than the guys who all of a sudden got married and they're coming back to their friend's wedding. Why? Why? Same idea. He says because the single guys put themselves in the position. They want to be in the middle. So in their head, they kind of put themselves in the middle of the circle also and they're able to tap into that simcha. The guys who are married, it's like, okay, been here, you know, thank you very much. They're, they're not as they're not as able to able to project that simcha of, of that transition of going to singlehood into married life, right? So he says, He doesn't have any nagiyah. He's not able to tap into the motion himself. I won't have time at the end for the perm. Even visiting the ill and Nicham Avelim is this idea. Wild. Okay? We, we, there's, there's two different elements to Nicham Avelim. One of them is making the Avelim. Uh, bring the nechama to the avelim themselves, right? But the the the, 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 the avel themselves have their own. He says it says that, that the avel himself is nesias olbin and nifter. There's the first day we just learned my cotton. The first three days, the seven days, the thirty days, the twelve months. There's times. There's different elements of the din. The avel themselves. The avel himself. It's not just that it's nicham avelim. It's that it's actually bringing a nechama to the Nifter, right? Some of the Avelis, it's, uh, there's crazy things that are brought down that the, that the Nifter is looking down and certain Nechama, certain, certain uh, effects that it has in him being able to move on as he sees people crying over, uh, over him. But it's, it's, it's tapping into the, to the Nifter himself. If you ever look, it's flipping around. If you ever look in, in the halachas of Avelim, of Avelis, there aren't so many Sfarim, but sometimes they, they put them in Avelis houses. One of the Sefers is called Nite Gavriel. It's a Hasidish Sefer. If you ever flip through, it's, it, has, uh, it, it has a lot of stuff over there. Menhagim and some of the stuff about, like, also Chever uh, Kadisha and Yanim and stuff that Mamish is, like, you know, by the Leviah. And it, there's tremendous things that go on for the sake of the Nifter the, the, at, at these times that benefit the Nifter. There's an end of Nesias O. Realize what the Nifter is going through. We'll quote a little bit. The Ava, the deepest Ava, the deepest love, Hamishra Hamram Biyoser, the biggest office uh, position, Hamashima Anala Biyoser, the biggest mission, Hakol Olo B'Meshach Hashanam Lehafech Hergel. Anything can become routine. I don't care what you're doing. The first time you do it, it's a wow factor. After you do it, it becomes routine, and then it's a different avoda. You have to pump yourself up in different ways. I remember the first time you did the daf and you made a siyum. I don't know whatever it is, and and now it becomes a chore, but it becomes something you do. Anything amazing, right? Especially your own accomplishments kind of become mundane to you, right? But uh, but but anything becomes hergal. 
Ava le'adiva sadisha. Love can become an expression of politeness. Hamishra position le'maktayin nitan l'shama can become a soulless profession. Hamashima mission le'parnasa. Shigrazu, his, uh, you, you talk about people, all sorts of people go to like, you know, I remember uh, I was talking to somebody in law school who was interviewing, and he was interviewing for intellectual property firms, he was from Scotland or someplace, and I remember chatting with him and he said that he had originally gone to law school to like, I don't know, help the homeless, you know, one of these like, you know, bleeding heart type of things, he said, and then my wife found out how much intellectual property lawyers make, and I had a bio background, so that was the end of that, you know, so he says, right, Mishima Parnasa, Shigrazu is Navzasi, this routine is a atrophy, you're, you're wasting away, your chios is ebbing away. The, the same thing that was lit up. Misa Ruchnes is spiritual death. How are we going to rise above? Right? How are we going to be By the way, you should just know, and this is probably one of the hardest things. We referenced this earlier. Much harder than dealing with others sometimes is dealing with your family, with your friends, with your spouse, with your kids. With your Talmidim, by the way, just with younger people. It could be kids, it could be Talmidim, it could be just people you're helping out, big brother, little brother, mentor, mentee, right? But all of these types of things, right, you see that after a while, you get out of high school, you get out of base medrash, you go to work, right? It's one of the nice things about yeshiva is that there's zmanim, you know, there's constant renewal, there's an elul, and then that doesn't go the way you expect. In the college, you know, you go to college and you're going to do this course well, and then you do whatever, and then you're cramming at the end. And then the next semester you can do better, and then you just kind of go to work, and now it's like this is just what you're doing for the next like 40 years, you know? But you live through what's around you. Either your kids have different stages, the people around you, your friends, you know, they're making weddings through simchas, through events. At a certain point when your life starts becoming routine, so then the more that you tap into others, that creates a chiyus. Much more so, right? Let's say somebody has a, a bad thing that happens, whatever it may be. We're talking before. Imagine a person is going through a bad boss, a bad boss at work, right? A terrible, a, a terrible, uh, you know, he went out with a girl five times and then all of a sudden he thought he was about to get engaged and it did, and it fell through. Whatever the case may be, and he has no way, even in Lushen Hilchus Lushen Hara, venting has its place. And he can't tell anybody. Body, and he's just going through it isolated. Yeah? And even if he knows how to uh, empathize, but a person can't get themselves out of prison, so to speak, it's a Maimar Chazal, he's isolated. The isolation, sometimes it's not a good habit. It's probably one of the diseases of our generation is complaining too much, right? It's just whining about everything and turning everything into just like this, this nonstop whatever. Nothing's ever perfect. But on the other hand, right, the idea of having to do things in isolation and silence and not being able to let off any steam and nobody knowing ever like something happened to you good or bad and then you like get in the elevator you get on the train and somebody like bumps into you and you're like do you know what I'm going through like do you have any idea and you're like just totally like in a, in a, in a vacuum and if somebody if somebody would just know or like sometimes you'll see like you know that somebody's going through something and somebody else in shul doesn't and they make like a sarcastic remark to the guy and you're just like you know what he's going through just leave him alone you know Simchas Achayim. 
So it's interesting, the piece over here is really speaking from both sides. It's speaking from the value of the person who's Naisei oil, why it's part of our self-development and in order to break out of our routine, in order to have chiyas, in order to, to be able to, 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 to develop as, a, as our own people and not just sort of like evolve into spiritual atrophy, we have to engage in this midah. And he talks about the actual benefit of the midah to others, right? So, so he's really talking about both sides of the coin that over here, to, to be able to give somebody a simcha sechayim, to allow them to share good news or to, or to bad news, he called nivra misaneg al chayim b'tzav sechada. Everybody is misaneg with, 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 with togetherness. When something bad happens to him and he's outside of this, this joining, this togetherness, this community, he's lonely in his suffering. Okay? Every load, according to its in intensity, he says, what a person is going through. I mean, if you if you have teenagers, you hear this every day. You don't understand. <laughs> First of all, we you know it's like I was where you were, you weren't where I was. But the second thing is that I don't understand because the truth is is that what you're going through on your level, you know, one to ten is a nine, and what I'm going through, I have other life responsibilities and this and that, and the fact that like you know one kid had a bad day at school or whatever it is, that's like you know fifteen percent of my emotional capacity. It's meant I'm not tapping into it the same way, and the kid is isolated, right? So and this happens. This is mice we talked about this in the earlier Chesed Vadim. So, but every life event, every life event, according to the magnitude to the person going through it, brings a certain loneliness when other people don't understand. Uh, it's not uh, constant, Hashem, that like it's it's huge. It doesn't have to be like monumental issues that we're talking about, right? Even just the everyday, I had to do this uh, DEI thing at work, don't even ask, right? So, it's talking about microaggression. <laughs> okay, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, but the, 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 every little thing chips away, chips away. So I didn't do the exercise, but it was like this exercise where people were supposed to follow somebody going through different life situations and asked like, you know, so and it was like sort of follow your own adventure from what I understand. And there were four different choices. Like you're in a crowd and somebody makes a comment. Do you respond? Do you don't respond? And all four choices were wrong. They were all bad choices. And like as the day progressed, you just didn't know what to do. And you're like further involving yourself in this like not being able to express yourself different situations I don't know the language barrier whatever it was social barrier right people making assumptions it's because we're not only talking about monumental terrible things that happen to a person along the way of life there's a thousand little a thousand little chips a thousand little difficulties that a person could be going through something where he's not able to share and he feels like people don't understand him it's a bolded words over here. I was in a cave. Nobody understood me. Nobody recognized. Right? You know what the hardest thing about playing hide-and-go-seek is when nobody finds you? When people stop looking, right? When, when you're just there and all of a sudden you realize you've been there for hours, you're, you're glad that nobody found you because you're winning the game until people stopped looking, until you're alone. 
Take me out from being locked up. If a person can push his way into somebody else's prison, if you can break into somebody else's solitude and give them a way out, right? We talked about this in Tfilah also, right? in the Likut Maran, about, uh, about being able to find, uh, like, that, that when a person even, they can't even daven because they're surrounded by clouds. Okay, he was speaking about it in, you know, a Kabbalistic type of sense, but they're surrounded by Machshavas Rose and clouds and distraction, and they can't even have a good tefillah. And sometimes a person has to figure out how to break through those clouds even to be able to talk to Hashem. Hashem's Fosai Tiftach, right? To speak to Hashem from the lave and Be'emes. Sometimes you just need a breakthrough to open up a dialogue. So you're able to break the shackles of that solitude. Take off, so to speak, one sixtieth of the illness. Right, when you ask somebody, has it going? And you expect them to say, Baruch Hashem, and you're halfway down the block and they start unloading on you. All right. So sometimes, do you know what you do for a guy? No, it's a conversation. Right, but that, but that, but some other person you talk, and it's not a bad thing. We all need friends, right? In yeshiva, so sometimes sometimes you could be alone alone in a crowd, but sometimes you have built-in solidarity, whether it's just complaining about the teacher or the rebbe. But a, a lot of adults really don't have a good social network, right? Okay, you have your wife. Hopefully, you have a good relationship with your wife. But especially if you work with, you know, sometimes people work in the Heimish world, so at least you could sit there, you talk about your wife, talk about your kids, you talk about your shul, this, that, the other thing. Especially when if you're working, let's say, in a corporate environment where people aren't necessarily in the same social setting as you, right, then you, you, you totally go through life. You have nobody to, like, really share things with and you go depending on your life. A person sometimes needs, if you'll ever see, you'll see sometimes after shul, you'll be talking, you know, so sometimes Baruch Hashem, we learn, we learn Gemara, we learn Ali Shur, we learn the, the Likut Maro, we have all sorts of different things, put it on a podcast, we have, a, we, we engage and this and that, right? But what about people, you ever see somebody that's just like, they start telling you a vart on the parsha. You know how many people there are that learn a little bit and they have no one to share it with? Like they want to be able to say a vart. They want somebody to appreciate that they, they that they're not just a balabas, that they they have a thought also. Sometimes they just want somebody to listen to like a, a chiddush that they had during laning. You know whether you're enthusiastic or not or bad. You want the key to life. The key to life is this: it's being able to tap into somebody else's feelings. As a tzaddik v'sarosh happens. By a tzaddik as well as a rasha, a tzaddik soivil vanu noisimaisai, a rasha soivil vanu noisimaisai as well. We'll see what it, we're going to be in a second. We're going to unpack this. Harasha chayte vanu noisimaisai is binyan b'achariso kimarahi. You have to realize the rasha, the tzaddik. So the tzaddik, we we feel pain. We we want we want our tzaddikim to have it. Oh, why do bad things happen to good people? It's a terrible thing. Well, let's not, we don't need to talk about that for a second. What about the rasha? Do we understand? The Russia was also a neshama. The Russia is also a chelik elukami mal. We don't necessarily enjoy dealing with the Russia so much. Do you understand the pain of the Russia when he's going to go to Shemayim, when he's going to die, what he's going to go through when he realizes the pain of having not just wasted a life, he sees the consequences of what he caused? Like, we're talking in these vadim, uh, the earlier vadim, really, because we're going back and forth, of the, you know, Magidalav Masicho, that, uh, you know, Afilu Sichikalo Ben Ishla Ishto. Do you know what a Russia is going to face when he goes to Shemayim and he realizes his potential and what he did, and not just the wasted opportunity, but the destruction? he caused. Maybe he delayed Mashiach because now somebody else is going to have to come down and do that tikkun. 
Do you understand what the Russia is going to go through? And that's also Hashem's child. That's also a chelik elukami mal. That's also part of our avoda. Forget about forget about the forget about the son. Do you care about the father if you don't feel the father's pain? Right? <laughs> feel the pain of the shechina. Ah, uh, right? It says, uh, blot out his name. Right? We don't need it. It says, uh, Yimach Shemai. Okay, forget about, we're not talking about now about Goyim Rushes and this now, let's say, for instance. Right? Let's talk about Jewish, Jew, Jewish Rosham. We say, yeah, he's a bad guy, you know, you know, bad stuff should happen to him. Forget about him. You know what it means that in a person's name, in Neshama, that a person's name should be blotted out? Okay, whatever happens is supposed to happen, but you know what it means, right? I, th- I told you, whatever the issue was, I was by uh, Rabbi uh, Let Leaf, one tish above. So he said something. So somebody gave him a look, like whatever it was. He says, I'm not telling you to change, but you shouldn't cry over it. Right, right, whatever the situation is, you know, so the situation can't change, right? We're not sadikim. You're right. From people aren't acting right, then you're not going to change the world and whatever it is, but you understand that this is the state of affairs. It's not a positive thing. Ain Zeiss, I was just by a, by a Shabbaton, I was talking to somebody who's a Godol. I'm not going to say who it was, right? So I was talking to him about, like, you know, a lot of, you know, some of the issues that the kids have, the social issues, some of the mental cat issues, the way they ask in the afternoon and some of the issues, whatever it is. So I said, like, you know, on one hand, it's like social pressures, you know, one way, and then on the other hand, uh, you know, you want to be mechanach your kid. So first he said, just switch schools. He <laughs> says, it's not chinach. I don't care what they're doing in the morning. If they're not, like, menshach in the afternoon, then what's the difference? Uh, okay, so I said, well, there's not really that many options, you know, depending on the area. He says, you know, we're not tzaddikim. Like, what do you, what, what do you, but you cry over it. It's not okay, right? So, so you cry over it. So that's the state of affairs, right? So you, you can't just write things off. You can't just write things off. Says, So you have a situation that's not rectifiable. It doesn't mean you have to embrace it. So this Russia, he's going to get what he deserves, right? This situation I was talking about, whatever it is. Okay, so you've resolved the fact that it's a, a wreck, irrec- one, even if you've resolved that something's an irreconcilable situation, the case that he's talking about that the Russia is going to get this, what he deserves and he'll go to Gehenna and so forth. But cry over it. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is now in a position where he has to punish his, his child and the Shama is going to experience pain. Admar, Rabbi Rocham says, from his Rebbe, the Sabbath, Kadisha Mikelm, Kibiyayim Shabbos, Kaidesh, Tamad Ziru, Panav, Bahayid, Kedusha, Sashabbos. The altar of Kelm's face shone, 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 shone on Shabbos. Pam Achas, Nivalu Talmidav, Lerayzai, Bishabbos, Kibimosachol. They were able to tell on his face that he wasn't on top of the world, right? V'ziv ha-Shabbos nelam kolil me'al panav. Kach b'leil Shabbos kodesh. U'b'chol o'yitza Shabbos. And he didn't look right. B'moyitza Shabbos achre havdala. Nenach r'b simcha zisel v'yomar. Peretz samalenskin mace. Miyuchal ezboinen l'hach il'tzar n'ashom v'b'boyim l'oylem ha'emes. Samalenskin maskilim b'darahu. Hamafursam b'sinna iveris l'tayra v'loymdeah. This person had a blind hatred towards Talmidei Chachamim, and he died. So you would think, it's a simcha, good riddance. The altar of Kelm was walking around, at Kama, that this person seemed to have no saving grace, saying, do you understand what a neshama right now is going And at this point, he knows the MS. Do you know what a neshama right now in heaven is going through? And it, because, because of the distance that he was from Hashem, this like ruined his Shabbos.
right? But you see, you see all the time, you know, sometimes a person comes collecting, I'm not talking about like one of these people that you suspect or whether, I don't know, they, they are legit or not. People come collecting and sure, whatever it is, and people don't want to give them money. Because, and it gets irritating, you know, like you're in the middle of Shmanesra, you know, nonstop, you have five people, six people, ten people, they come in packs. So what people do is they just totally ignore them, you know, like, like or some some other, like, you know, organizations. The question, it is Meister, it's not Meister, it is stuck, it's not stuck, but people are going through a hard time. Do you acknowledge, do you acknowledge that a person's going through, do you give them the time of day? So at least give them the time of day. Acknowledge that it's a, that it's a terrible situation, right? And over here, he talks about to the nth degree, even in Russia, even in the Shama, but this idea of being the CSO, which we see is really at the core of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Midais. Not only empathizing with the individual, but with the community at large. With the community at large. Okay. Towards the end, but okay, but still worth uh, dialing in. Okay. At least it's recorded. So not only the idea of being able to be of being able to empathize, to feel somebody else's pain, but even when the tzibur, even when a tzibur is going through a hard time, a person shouldn't be with his wife, a person should be going about their, their regular activities in certain, in certain areas when it's a famine. We see by Yosef, that it says that Yosef had his children before the famine hit. When Klai Yisrael is in a state of pain, by the way, you see it, I mean, now it's as relevant as ever, whether it was COVID or whether it was, not, not just COVID in terms of the health issues, but even the, 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 the other craziness that's gone on. How many people lost businesses? How many people, you know, how many people aren't paying their mortgage? You know, how many people are having serious problems with their kids in, in a social sense because of all that's going on, right? And it's so easy to say, but like a lot of people also made a lot of money. There's a lot of people that made a lot of money the last two years so they were selling masks they were doing whatever it was who knows what they were doing or or they were just uh, they were able to transition into some sort of an online business whatever it is right so it's so easy to say okay nebuch on him and you move on but a lot of people went through a lot of uh, uh, going through a lot right if a person is able to just sort of walk away from the from the communal tsar so what happens is is malachim that are malavahim we know by shalom aleichem that two malachim come they go right this person was not able to feel the tzar to tap into the community at all. Al he's not going to see chasvusham with the nechama either, right? Well, we all want Mashiach, right? We all we all want uh, we all want to be with the nechama of the tzibur and so forth. Hopefully for the right reasons, not the wrong way, whatever it is, not just practical reasons. Everyone should get better. But lemaisa, the question is: Is were you with the tzibur when they were down? Right? It's not my problem. Eat, drink, tomorrow we will die. This attitude. Just, just in a very, in a very, we're going to do what we have to do. We'll eat, drink. What am I, what am I worried about? What, you know what the next passage is? Will the sin ever be wiped away? 
Arkan, if you're able to just isolate yourself, you're able to just take a micro vision. I don't have to worry about tomorrow. I don't have to worry about what's going on around me. I don't have to worry about other people's problems. Lemaisa, it's 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 not my problem. I remember Lahavzil the other way. Like I, I think I told you once, I was when I was in school, I was talking to somebody who was like, I was talking about like I don't know, the, one of these environmental people, how the world was gonna like explode in like ten million years. And at the time, like I was in school, I wasn't working. My wife was like, whatever. Like I could barely pay my rent, and I was like, I don't know what's happening in like ten million years but like i need to pay my rent in like two and a half weeks you know what I mean? <laughs> you know like i'm not i'm not that there was a far side that i saw once it was like somebody was like giving one of these like speeches and you see somebody at the back of the crowd like say you know saying like the world is going to explode in whatever years and he goes he goes oh phew i thought you said 10 million you know <laughs> but anyway so, so he says but but a person who's able to just isolate themselves and not worried about the world's problems and not worried about anything so then they're not gonna you know their sin is not going to be a Tone, they're not going to participate in the Nechama that Zibur. Arkan midas beininim. Avamidas rasha maksiv. Asayu ekha yayin v'nizba. They'll drown their sorrows out. What happens after that says they'll just, you know, isolate themselves, put themselves in a vacuum, not worry about anything outside themselves? The death of a tzaddik, Rachmanolitzlan, follows. It says that Moshe Rabbeinu's hands were heavy, and they put an even under him, and he sat on it. This Moshe Rabbeinu, they couldn't put him in a comfortable chair? If you couldn't put him in a comfortable chair, right? So he says, right. So we spent the first part talking about, first of all, the idea that the Iker Midah that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to show us of the way that Hashem runs the world, the first name, Ekeh Sher Ekeh, the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu had, as it were, a sapphire brick under him with the introduction to us as a cloud by Harsinai, by Yetzias Mitzrayim, is the idea of being Naisei Oil, of being able to feel somebody's pain we discussed by an individual not only the self-development that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to have the midah of being able to empathize with others but also the life the literal life first of all for our own sake otherwise our life becomes routine you know the idea of being able to tap into chiyas and the idea of being able to give somebody else chiyas when a person's in solitude they feel like nobody understands them right terrible twos is when a person starts developing but they don't have the language yet so the kids go like nuts right but now we're talking about the idea that this avoda exists by the tzibur as well now another chiddush. The idea of nesias oil you'd think is an attitude. It's not just an attitude. Nesias oil is not just an attitude. It's also a ma'isa. Nesias oil mechuyavas and hagav a ma'isa. It translates into some sort of an act. And here's going to come the portion for the vad, right? Somebody who's mevakar chaylim, you know what you're supposed to do? Part of bikar chaylim is to be livedike, to inquire, to check. If Should you open the windows? Maybe you need to call the nurse to clear the bedpan, right? Maybe to do whatever, you know, to, if there's a smell in the room, maybe they need to air it out, whatever it is. You visit somebody in the hospital, right? See if there's something that needs to be done. There's a mysa. 
After we spoke about the godless, a small nuanced thing. Do an, when somebody is going through things, and by the way, sometimes it's easier, sometimes harder. It's less pleasant, but it might be easier when somebody is going through a difficult time than when they're going through a good time, right? But you hear that somebody all of a sudden is, uh, you know, going through something in the morning of surgery. So I don't know. Don't eat the eggs for breakfast. Whatever it is, do an act that translates into something that shows that you are with somebody else, right? You you, you hear that uh, a relative of yours. I'm at to call a shiva call today, I forget. The, 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 you hear that somebody is having a wedding that you can't show up at, or whatever it is, a sheva brachas that you couldn't make because you're far away. Wear, you know, wear an extra nice tie. If you went to the sheva brachas, you would have got a new tie. Why don't you buy, buy a new tie and wear it that Shabbos? I don't know, right? But this idea of doing a maisa to tap into others. Chazal Again, the very first goyal Yisrael. What was Mesh Rabbeinu doing? You had an entire nation that was enslaved. They were carrying stuff all around. So he carried a brick. Shkayach. <laughs> That help, right? It wasn't. It didn't accomplish anything. It wasn't much of a help. And it didn't take anything off the rabbim. What he accomplished, it wasn't a token act. The act wasn't to carry the brick. The act was to participate to be nice oil. So whether an individual, and the tzibur, it translates into an act, an act that participates, that shows that you empathize, that you're in it with them. You hear these like stories occasionally, you know, uh, one of these stories where it says that somebody was complaining that their, uh, that their, pick, pick it up, that their mother, um, uh, that their mother would wear, I don't know, like uh, cloth shoes or something every time she paid a shiva call. And they're like, ma, stop, wow, whatever it is. And like, you know, the end of the story was that she died on like Tisha B'av or something so that her, at her Leviah, everybody was wearing cloth shoes. You know, it was like, we got to pay it back. But the, the idea of a small act that taps in and says, so just one one idea about this idea of participation. Um, yeah, I want to develop it a little more, but it's late anyway. But I'll say the Nakuda um, the the, the the thought really is inspired by something Ron Lopiansky said, but I didn't listen to it well enough to say exactly what he said. So it's probably I'm just going to say it's kind of, kind of you know half of art. But the idea of participating in a in, in a call, we said that this idea was really introduced to us at Matan Torah. That's what we said we said in the Sefer, right? So there's a lot of things about about being part of a kahal. First of all, the the the, the sum is greater than the than the than the parts. I mean, that's just you, know, you see certainly you see in a negative way crowd psychology that you don't have to say you know the idea but but even in uh even in, in any way you know when it comes to dafyomi or when it comes to the success of dirshu you know people say was oh, dafyomi good is it bad i could do something else maybe yes and maybe no but the idea of being part of a momentum the idea of being part of of a tzibur of a kahal of something is that you can go to the lowest depths 
something that in a million years people would never think of doing. And for sure, Kavachomri, whatever works in a negative way, for sure works in a positive way that a person can shtel suit to something. There's something to being part of a tzibur and being part of a kal, not just being part of part of individuals. You know, you know the idea of a tzibur to a large degree is lost with like, you know, minion factories on shuls in every block. But the idea of, of being part of a tzibur is huge. But the other thing is that we saw we, we, so in Taira, there's the idea of a kahila, right? If you lo, uh, learn in the, Megillah, in the beginning of Masechus Megillah, it talks about it, your, your gimel. It says, uh, "When can the gimel be read?" Yudal tesvav. Uh, the two days. What about your alf yibays? So it says, "What about your bays and your gimel? Why don't you gimel? Your gimel is man That I don't need to talk about your gimel. But there's an idea of it being as man kahila. Another place where kiel where uh, comes up is I guess Chazal referred to it. I didn't look it up inside. It's man matan Torah as as kahal. There was also this reference of a kahila that came up by uh, by matan Torah and lemaisa again kimu v'kiblu. It's as much of it's as much by Purim as it is by anything else because there's this idea of the this, this Kabbalah Taira, this idea of a kahal hakel is when they would go and they would they, they would go by shemitah they would review the whole the whole Torah. Now in Ada, kol Ada kulam kadoshim. Ada is like specific individuals. The idea of a kahal congregate right in the sitter where it says kang, you know, where it says as a congregation is something that's inclusive of everybody. Right, it's not only specific individuals. Right, it says that a tainus that doesn't involve the rishayim is not is not a tainus. We have the in the in the uh, in the Kataris, There was also the the, the 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 yeah the the stuff that didn't smell good. Yeah, I think so. But but I forgot which one. But he says that this is what what uh, what what didn't uh, do good. So what what's the idea of a kahal? Why is it bedafka that we talk about kabbalah satira as a as a as a yoma call? That this is yom kihil holy. This idea of of where where people came together. The, the, sometimes you can have rebo. You can just have more individuals, right? More power. There's power. There's power in numbers. But sometimes, let's say you have the type of thing, a type of machine, a type of a team. I don't know, a basketball team, whatever it is, where it's a team, but every single person has its own role. You know, where it's like you know one of these things where, in like you know, the bank, the bank deposit box. Unless everybody puts in their key, then it's not going to open at all, right? By Yaakov Avinu, but we, we, he, he was call the the Yudbe Shvatim. But every shavit, every shavit has its had its had its own role. The idea of coming together as a as a cloud, the idea of coming together by Matan Torah, by where, where we built into a shlemus, right? It's, it's a concept that we talked about before. I don't remember. In, in different sources, we talked about uh, the the idea of uh, certainly in leadership, but the idea there's a bracha that a person makes when they when they see six hundred thousand, when they see six hundred thousand people. That there's a certain thing when people come together that they create a shlemus. That if any individual is not there, that there's something that there's something lacking from the entire piece. And the truth is, is that even organically, you see it, let's say, within the human body. If if you have a machine and one piece falls off, it doesn't grow back. The other pieces might or may not be able to accomplish their purpose. But the, an organism, if, if something falls off, so then it, it, it can regenerate. In other words, there's something there's something that's inherent in every function that's part and parcel of the body that it, it needs it, it needs it to be uh, to, to be whole. The way that a person, the the um, Talmud Var talks about it also by Sheiris Nachlaso in terms of uh, the first ten people of a minion, each one gets the schar as the kolamin and kulo. The the idea of being noisei ba'ayl isn't just an idea of being able to extend outside of yourself because, listen, if I'm me, I could be the perfect person from where I stand, but it's part of self-development to be able to take a step back and see and, and step outside of myself. The idea of being able to come together by the original Mata Har Sinai to come together as a kahal and the idea of, of kind of banding together afterwards by Purim, it's the recognition that the truth is is that if you're writing other people off, 
then you're not complete. Right, it's the idea that right by by kiddush it comes up in Ar, in halachas of arvis uh, that it comes up halacha lemaisa that you can make kiddush for other people that it, because if there's another Jew in the world that was that didn't accomplish their chiyuv then I'm missing something from from my chiyuv there's something that I'm lacking if he didn't make kiddush yet I'm lacking something also right but this, this is the idea a lot of the 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 by by purim. Uh, and it's something that probably we're going through, and not so much anymore, but like with those backyard minyanim a while ago, like forget about that, you know, just like relating to a whole idea of a tzibur differently, a kal differently, a person can go through and do every single one of their mitzvahs. But when it comes to matanis lev yainim, when it comes to shalach manas, giving not only to your friends, giving to the people that you don't like so much, when it comes to like inviting people to the suda, to the shulchan, when it comes to all these things, bar megillah, b'chol, rab ha'adjash melech, it's an idea, it's a paradigm shift in how you look at yourself. It's, a, it's, a, it's an understanding that you're coming not only to relate to Hashgacha Pratis in the Bria through the natural, even though it says Hamelech and doesn't say HaKadosh Baruch Hu's name in the Megillah, but the way that we relate, that we learn from Halicha Vidrachov, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu relates to us by Nesiyas Oil, because ultimately Yisrael Arayz HaKadosh Baruch Hu Chadhu, the way that we, 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 our relationship with Hashem, if we don't relate to other people like that, is also that something that lacking. Right? If we don't have a share, it's not halaso. So by Adzim, it's something to work on also at this, at this time of year, the idea of Nesiyas Oil as something that really is not just me vis-a-vis you, but it's that we're really part and parcel of the same thing, because if there's any piece missing, then I'm also missing my shlemus, mm-hmm. right? I, the, 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 I'm also missing my shlemus if, I, if, 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 if anything um, if, if anything is missing. Okay, so uh, that's some, okay, it's something to think about, but uh, I don't know if we'll, I'm, we could repost or you can relook at, the, they're, they're posted, the shirim from Purim, I don't know if it was last year or two years ago, whatever it was, they're on the what on the Spotify thing, but they're also on the thing, so you can re-listen. Re- re- yeah, the the perm ones themselves, we can, we can re-listen to if we don't have time. But this is at least at least a a point to focus, if not for the uh, if not for the benadim lemakom aspect, which we discussed some of that stuff last time. But at least for the benadim lechavero to to take a step back and not uh, not just look through our eyes, but look through the the individual in the CSO and also also from the point of view of the uh, of the community and translate that into perspective and translate that into an act. Okay, Shkayach.